Happy Monday, football fans. It was a wild week two in the National Football League. And each and every Monday, we are joined by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. My name is Steven Andres, managing editor at thelines.com. You have found the Behind the Lines podcast. On this show, we are going to look back at the week that was week two for the sports book. What were the biggest public wins? What were the biggest public losses? We will also look ahead to the opening lines for week number three. And I will share a couple of the early week three bets I have locked in but Christian we have to start with just some of the wild finishes and comebacks we saw in week two the Jets get an onside kick and go and win the Cardinals come back from multiple scores down and win on a fumble recovery return for a touchdown in overtime the Dolphins were down 21 points in the fourth quarter and stormed back and shocked the Baltimore Ravens so with these three games take us through what the live money line was on these teams when they got down as much as they did. How how high did the live money line get on these three teams? Yeah, it's rare to even get one of those happening, and we had three of them happen on the same Sunday. I mean, what a crazy Sunday! Uh, the Jets were the highest one that we had. They were plus five thousand when they were down uh, when they're down two scores with a minute thirty three left. The Cardinals got us down as far as uh, plus twenty three or plus twenty three hundred. And then the Dolphins were plus 3,000 as well. So, I mean, the crazy on live money lines of these coming all the way back around and winning. Unbelievable. Anywhere between 23 to 1 to 50 to 1. If you looked at the ESPN numbers here and in terms of the win probability, the Jets were a 99.8% probability to lose that game the Cardinals were a 98.1% probability to lose and the Dolphins were a 97.3 probability to lose that game and they all come back and win welcome to betting in the NFL just absolutely wild and I can say I will never have a luckier day betting because I had all three of those teams to cover the spread as dogs so I better maybe I I should either stop now or go play the Powerball because it I mean that was just absolutely insane but anyway for a while Never, never. I mean, I absolutely. The next bad beat, I'm zipping my trap. I can't complain about it at all. All right, let's look at the overall picture here from week number two at BetMGM. Was it a win for the public or a win for the book in week two? Uh, this was a book winning weekend for sure. Um, a lot of those uh, dogs that came back and, and won were uh, good for the book, although the Dolphins one was the biggest public win uh, that we had on there. So, I mean, going on the, the live betting uh, along with uh, the pre, pregame, they were uh, they were the biggest one for the public. Any other big public wins for you guys uh, that, that you saw the public win other than, than the, the Dolphins in week two? Yeah, Sunday night uh, was good for the public as well. Uh, majority of the money was on the Packers, about 75%. Um, and then the 49ers was another one where we had lopsided money, about 60-70% of the money on the Niners as well. So those were the three three biggest public wins for the weekend. Okay. How about how about the flip side here? What were some of the biggest public losses? So yeah, last week we, we talked about how uh, the, we needed the Seahawks on Monday night, um, which ended up being, outside of the playoffs, one of our biggest winning days um, on a straight game, and uh, we actually had one close this week. Uh, the Cowboys upsetting the, the Bengals there. We, about 95% of our bets uh, were on the Bengals. We couldn't write a Cowboys ticket all week, um, so that was a, a great result for the book. Uh, a couple yeah, had- other I was just going to mention real quick, Christian, hats off to our, our lead writer, uh, Eli Hershkovich, who 
boldly bet on the Cowboys to cover that spread because he was in the very small minority of people betting on that side and, and they go on and win outright. But uh, go on. Any any other uh, public losses there? Yeah, a couple others. Uh, Broncos Texans was another big one for the book, mm-hmm. uh, along yeah. with Falcons Rams. Falcons coming back and covering there uh, was was pretty big for us. Yeah, I've, they didn't cash on the live money line, but uh, I man, I that must have been a big live spread for for the the Falcons, and then they come back and get inside the pregame number. That was just absolutely insane. How about Monday Night Football tonight? We got a double header here tonight on Monday Night Football: the uh, the Titans at the Bills, and also the Vikings at the Eagles. Are you guys still possibly flipping this week from a, a book win to a book loss, depending on what happens in these? Or are these guys sitting sitting pretty here? We're still sitting all right. Um, what will help is the two games. Like we're really lopsided on the Bills. About 90% of our bets are coming on the Bills. Um, but but we're, we're a lot closer on the Eagles-Vikings game. Uh, majority, we have about 65% of money line bets are on the Vikings, and then about 70% of the spread bets are on the Eagles. So mm. we have people taking, uh, if you want the Vikings, people are taking them on the money line. And, and if you like the Eagles, people are taking them on the spread. So you would love a one-point Eagles win tonight. Yeah, that, that'd be ideal <laughs> for the book, yes. And with the, uh, the Bills at least not covering would, would be the ideal night. Yeah, that, that's an interesting one to me because the matchup has not been good for Buffalo in recent years and being able to stop Derrick Henry, and the spread is just enormous off of the, the Titans' loss in a coin flip end-of-game situation and obviously the Bills looking electric to start the year. So um, big number here to start the year. I'm curious if, if the Bills just come out and look Hollywood like they did in week one or uh, this matchup comes back again to uh, make it difficult on this Bills defense. Very intriguing matchup there in terms of X's and O's for me. Christian, let's look ahead now to the week three slate for the NFL. And let's start with the Thursday night kickoff here, the Thursday night football on prime video. Yeah, not not as good one as uh, last week, Chargers Chiefs. But this week, Thursday night, mm. Steelers at Browns. Uh, Browns open up as three and a half point favorites and the totals 40 and a half. No bet for me in that one. Just just a comment that I think the Steelers offense has looked like one of, if not the worst offenses in the NFL. But there's a pretty good competition going on for that. There's a, there's some really bad offenses through two weeks. But um, Mitch Trubisky behind that offensive line just looks really bad right now. And um, I, I have no interest in betting on on the Pittsburgh Steelers to cover spreads as dogs when I can't even rely on their offense to get five yards per play in a football game. So, um, yeah, yeah the I defense a score there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, and on the flip side, I'm not sure I really want to back Mitch or um, J- Jacoby Brissett to cover more than a field goal. Uh, we saw how that worked out against the New York Jets just a week ago. You're listening to the lines.com podcast network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sports books all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the Lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Steven Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. 
how about the early slate of games, the one o'clock Eastern time openers in week three at BetMGM? Yes, we have Ravens at Patriots. Raven op- opens up as a three-point road favorite, total 44. Bills at Dolphins. Bills are four-and-a-half-point road favorites, totals 51-and-a-half. Bengals at Jets. Bengals still a four-and-a-half-point favorite here on the road, and that total is 43-and-a-half. Saints at Panthers. Saints are three-point road favorites, total 40-and-a-half. Lions at Vikings. Vikings are seven-point favorites. That total 53-and-a-half. Chiefs at Colts. Chiefs another road favorite, minus six-and-a-half. Total 46-and-a-half. Raiders at Titans. Raiders are one-point favorites on the road as well. Total 45-and-a-half. Eagles at Commanders. Again, same story, another road favorite. Eagles four-point favorites. And that totals 50 and a half. And finally, from the one o'clock slate, Texans at Bears. Bears are two and a half point favorites with the total 38 and a half. Couple notes here for everybody. Uh, keep an eye out for Eli Hershkovich, who is has not lost a bet against the spread through two weeks now on the NFL. Keep an eye out for his articles. I think that Kansas City Indianapolis game is one he has his eye on. Uh, but I think he was hoping for a seven. So we'll see if he still likes it at six and a half. For what it's worth, the the August opener on that was about two and a half. Obviously the Colts have looked terrible, but they also were down their number one wide receiver and their best defensive player. If they get those two guys back and Michael Pittman and, and Shaq Barrett, maybe this is a little bit closer to what that opening line was, but um, hard to argue with the, with the line movement, in my opinion, from what we've seen to make, the Chiefs a bigger favorite in this one against Indianapolis and perhaps the entire market was just too high on Indianapolis coming into the season with an old quarterback and not many pass catchers behind Michael Pittman we'll see and also depleted secondary so uh, I can't argue with the line move there Um, so we'll see how that one plays out the one bet that I made in this window to start is the Baltimore Ravens minus three at New England Christian and Listen, I'm I'm just going to go back to Baltimore. I feel very fortunate that I cashed a Miami plus four ticket in week two. But that Baltimore offense was extremely impressive. 8.8 yards per play. That's the most yards per play for a team to lose a game since the Texans played Cincinnati back in, in 2020 when they lost having more than nine yards per play. So that's an offense and a team that I have now confidence in. This is two straight weeks where they've looked fine offensively to me and they now play a new england team that i don't have any confidence in i mean they've they've been barely able to to move the ball to score the ball they had only 17 points against pittsburgh in week two so i think i get an elite offense here against a struggling offense albeit on the road uh but three would be my stopping point i'm not interested at at three and a half Uh, but but minus three is fine for me i think there's a good chance we see a blowout in this one Let's move on to the afternoon slate of games here, Christian, the four o'clock window on Sunday for week number three. Yeah, just four games in the four o'clock window. Jags at Chargers. Chargers are seven point favorites at home. That total 47 and a half. Packers at Bucks. Bucks three point favorites at total 43 and a half. Falcons at Seahawks. Seahawks are one and a half point favorites, total 42 and a half. And finally, from the 4 o'clock window, Rams at Cardinals. Rams are four-point road favorites with the total being 51. 
So the you mentioned Green Bay plus three there on the opener for week number three. I think we've seen a little bit of money come in here as we've been recording on Green Bay. And as I pull up the odds here, no, no, it, it is still at three. Earlier this morning, I was seeing two and a half. So a little bit of early money on the Bucks. Uh, but I think this is a game that I'm going to bet as well. I'm going to take that plus three for Green Bay. Um, I think that there's a chance Mike Evans gets suspended from the on-field hoopla from this past week. If that's the case, I think there's a good chance they're down him and also Chris Godwin, who had a hamstring last week. I don't think they're going to rush him back. Julio Jones missed week two as well. What exactly are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trotting out there in terms of a passing offense with a depleted wide receiver core? with an interior offensive line that's down two starters from the from the preseason and their left tackle Donovan Smith we'll see whether he plays or not but our injury insider and injury expert Will Carroll told us that if he does play he's going to have a brace on that elbow and it's a pain tolerance situation so against the, an elite defense I think the Packers have a top five defense in this league they needed Jameis Winston to pull a full Jameis Winston to win that game last week and cover that number with a, a deep ball that turned into a punt, basically, and a pick six. So, uh, yeah, I, I have more confidence right now, despite not having Devontae Adams. But paired with that defense, I have more confidence in Aaron Rodgers to be able to manage this game and get inside the number of a plus three. Um, primetime slate now, Christian. Sunday night football and Monday night football. Sunday night, we have 49ers at the Broncos. The Broncos open as one-point favorites, total 43.5. Finally, Monday night football, Cowboys at Giants. Giants are three-point favorites, total 39.5. Yeah, I fired some early bets here, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I have one more for you in this in this primetime slot, and it's the San Francisco 49ers. I think that, in my opinion, with Jimmy Garoppolo now the quarterback, they should be rated ahead of the Denver Broncos now that we have stability at the quarterback situation. I think they had a lower floor with Trey Lance, more volatility. I think with a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo, that volatility is far less now. I think they are stable. And I think we now have a team that was very close to being the NFC champions last year. And possibly we'll see if they get George Kittle back this week or not. I'm not sure. But regardless, the Denver Broncos have not shown us that they are up to the level of the rating that they had in the preseason. And I think this line move from an opening line of Niners plus three back down isn't an overreaction. I think it's appropriate. And I think the Denver Broncos with their defense as well, I don't care what they did to the Houston Texans. This is still a defense without Vic Fangio that was 20th in yards per drive allowed last year, 20th in DVOA. And I'm going to continue to remain bullish on the 49ers, especially now that Kyle Shanahan has an experienced quarterback to go back to and cook up some some scheme and some offense here against what I think is a fraudulent defense in Denver and a very questionable offense, to say the least, with Russell Wilson. They still seem to be figuring it out uh, with Nathaniel Hackett and a new head coach. Uh, Christian, any other final thoughts here before we head out here? Uh, as always, really appreciate the insight. Yeah, I mean, I... I I got to agree with most of the bets he said there. The Ravens, for one, I mean, that that to me seems they were rolling. I, don't, I have no trust in the Patriots either. Like yeah, I don't think Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle are walking through that door for Bill No, Bell. no. If they get up a few scores, I don't see the Patriots coming back like the Dolphins had the ability to. 
for sure. All right. Best of luck, everybody, with week number three. As always, be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button. Let us know in the comments who you like in week number three. All the best sportsbook bonus offers from BetMGM down in the description, as well as free contests where you can win cash and gift cards. Check out play.thelines.com, and also you can find that link as well down in the description. For Christian Cipollini, I'm Steven Andres. Thanks for watching. Best of luck in week number three.